0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could
1: learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson.
2: Welcome, everyone, to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And this week, we're continuing on with the Master Your Emotions series. The reason that I am doing this series is so people can have a more happy, joyful, and calm, peaceful life because many times we suffer or we have stress or anxiety or just general discomfort because our emotions have taken control of our lives when in fact we should be controlling our emotions because emotions are simply tools and we. We're given these uh, tools because of a number of reasons. One is evolution, uh, breeding, uh, cultural training, society. Many things factor into how we react. Or respond to our life, our experiences, and what's going on around us. And the primary motivation that we have for most of what we experience is our emotions. So if we can control our emotions, we will have a much more productive, much more satisfying, much more fulfilling life. You know, one of the things that I've always told people is that when you call somebody a master, it's usually because they have taken control of something in their life it you know karate masters have practiced and practiced and practiced to make their bodies into a weapon uh, master artists have practiced practiced, practice to perfect their art master musicians have practiced practice practice to perfect their musical skills and if you might notice that there's a common theme there and that is practice 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 and that is the taking control of the way that we respond to life, the way that we perceive life, the way that life makes us feel. So if we can take control over our emotions, then we will have a much better opportunity to be productive and enjoy our life. So this week, I want to go on and tackle pride. One of the things that is interesting about the emotion of pride is, is that it can be taken two ways. In other words, there is a healthy pride and then there's an unhealthy pride. If it's an unhealthy pride, it refers to an inflated sense of one's personal status or accomplishments. But if it's a healthy pride, it refers to a sense of accomplishment. It's a refers to a satisfaction level that allows you to be confident and to be able to respond to things that we weren't expecting. You know, it, it helps us to, a healthy pride helps us get up in front of a large group of people and speak coherently. The way that we can tell whether or not we have a healthy pride or an unhealthy pride is how we're experiencing our life. If we are praised, if we have an independence, if we have a fulfilled feeling of belonging or accomplishment, that's healthy. But if we have an inflated sense of self, that may be a red flag that we are experiencing actually a low self-esteem, a low sense of pride, and we're trying to mask that with feeling superior or feeling arrogant. And so it's very important that we sit and contemplate and and be still and analyze or at least get in touch with how we feel about ourselves. In other words, if you're a confident person, if you – don't worry about things. You've probably got a healthy sense of pride. But if you are constantly looking for criticism, you're constantly looking for the fly in the ointment. If you're constantly stressed, if you're constantly uh, feeling that people don't appreciate you, that's probably an unhealthy uh, sense of pride. One thing that I do want to emphasize is that you know our emotions are gifts. They they make life worth a living. They, they're the spice of life. And when we can use these emotions to uh, cook up a great tasting life, then we've done our job. You know, one of the things that we often experience is that we have uncontrollable responses to what's going on around us. And our emotions overwhelm us. Our emotions take control of our life. And that's simply a way of us judging or analyzing where we are on our scale of mastery. If, if things overwhelm us, then obviously we've got some work to do. So how do we learn about pride? Where do we get our sense of pride? One of one source is religion, because most religions view pride in the unhealthy sense of the word. In other words, pride is a sin, or it is something to be avoided. In Buddhism, pride, which is associated with hatred, obsession, arrogance, envy, and greed, and it's considered to be a toxin. It's something that will make you sick. It's a mental affliction that is often responsible for other negative mental states or emotions like anger, jealousy, or envy, and it can result in certain unhappiness and suffering. In Christianity, pride is one of the seven deadly sins and is considered to be the father of all sins. Pride allegedly in the story of the Garden of Eden was the reason that Lucifer fell from heaven and then went on to cause great havoc with Adam and Eve. Pride is based upon a preoccupation with self. Interestingly, the virtue of pride is a healthy sense of self, but the sin of pride is an unhealthy sense of self. If you're proud because you're comparing yourself to others and you believe yourself to be better than others, that's an inflated ego pride. But on the other hand, it could also be a sign of low self-esteem or low self-worth. A healthy amount of pride would fall somewhere between those two extremes, almost like confidence and a healthy sense of accomplishment, and generally being pleased with oneself. I mean, if we don't like ourselves, nobody else is going to do it for us. You know, in, later, in the last few decades, we've seen groups use the word pride to identify themselves or to associate themselves with other like-minded individuals, like white pride or black pride or gay pride. And while there's nothing wrong with identifying a group with the word pride, if it shows a sense of vanity, then that can be a problem. Research has shown that children start feeling the emotion of pride along with shame or embarrassment about the same time. It's in their second year that this emotion starts to develop. And then these emotions mature and goes from childhood into adulthood. And depending on how you experience these emotions, it can literally run your life. But whether you feel ashamed or healthy pride is learned behavior. Different cultures and microcultures value different actions. In other words, one culture may teach its children to express pride on winning an event. Whereas other cultures may teach children to feel pride when they help others win an event. If you root for a team and you feel shame or embarrassment because your team loses, that's a false sense of pride. And if you are one of those people that love to be arrogant about their team or their champion winning something, then you have an unhealthy sense of pride. In this way, shame and embarrassment and pride are actually connected. If people get what they want, they may feel proud. If they don't get what they want, they may feel shame or embarrassment. I mean look at the NFL. If you if your team loses, how do you feel? That'll give you an indication of whether or not you have a healthy sense of pride or an unhealthy sense of pride. You know, it's funny that the NFL actually started imposing penalties on players if they showed a uh, an over sense of pride by doing a dance or doing some sort of demonstration if they scored points. And the reason for that is, is that that detracts from the game. So we don't need a lot of prima donnas. What we need is team players. Now, there's a whole list of red flags that can help people understand whether or not they have a healthy sense of pride or an unhealthy sense of pride. And later on in the program, I'm going to give you some techniques and meditations and some suggestions on how you can deal with an unhealthy sense of pride. How do you feel when somebody corrects your behavior or makes a suggestion that you need to change your behavior? Because a proud person, in other words, an unhealthily proud person will get upset if somebody corrects their mistakes or their behavior. Many times a proud person will take and accept praise for something that they had nothing to do with. Oftentimes a proud person will not admit that they made a mistake? How do you feel when all the fingers are pointing at you? Do you Are you stubbornly resisting the fact that you may have done something wrong? Although we're not getting into right and wrong here, but the fact is, is how do you feel about that? Do you accept advice? Do you accept people taking Uh, the time to help explain something to you or do you have a closed mind and refuse to learn from other people? A proud person clutches their beliefs and will not change their beliefs because they feel their beliefs are sacred. I've spent a long time in the Protestant religion and I know lots of people who won't even talk about other religions because they feel like that's sacrilegious. Is that an unhealthy sense of pride? Or is that an open mind? And an open heart? Pride often shows itself, and I'm talking about the unhealthy pride here, shows itself in competition with other people. A A proud person doesn't want to be better. They just want to be better than another person. They just, I, I'm reminded of the saying uh, that I heard when I was in the Protestant church that Christians want to know the rules because they basically need to know how much they can get away with and still get into heaven. Pride causes people to believe that they have everything in their life under control because of some aspect of their life their abilities, their position, their status, their uniqueness, their power, their authority, and com- competence. They feel that they don't need anybody else to help control their life. Sometimes an unhealthy sense of pride can cause people to believe that they have a special relationship with God and that they will never face challenges, tragedies, or disasters that they can't handle on their own. Now, one of the problems with being prideful in an unhealthy sense is that we always will experience things that we don't expect. And we may not like it. And pride actually prevents us from looking at that event or that circumstance with an open mind and learned from the experience. Pride often causes people to believe that they are the center of the world, the universe or the cosmos. I mean, do you know people who believe that the world revolves around them? One of the most insidious aspects of pride is that it can ruin relationships because let's face it, arrogance is not a very friendly, accepting, or open way to be. And you will lose friends, you will lose relationships if you believe that your way is the only way. Pride causes people to believe that they are the best thing that's happened since sliced bread. And that everything they come in contact with should recognize their brilliance, their intelligence, their competence, their spirituality, their sense of humor, their good looks, skills, and abilities. And as I've said Earlier in the show, pride often masks a sense of low self-esteem or low or self-hatred. If you should encounter somebody that's especially prideful or arrogant, have compassion for that person because they probably have a very, very low self-image. Pride is the false sense that you're going to get everything that you want in life. And pride will cause you to blame other people if you don't get it. Arrogant, prideful people are master blamers. They're not responsible for anything in their life because it's always somebody else's fault. Pride causes people to believe that they are above the rules. They need not comply with the rules of society, life, their job, religion, marriage, or family life because they're special. They're exceptional. Pride causes people to believe that they don't have to study hard, apply themselves at work, grow spiritually work at their relationships, or work on personal growth on a daily basis because they are different from the rest of humanity. They believe that things just will come naturally, spontaneously, and they deserve them. Unfortunately, pride causes people to believe that they are all-powerful, all-knowing, faultless, and immortal. They don't need help. They know exactly what to do. They can live a life of indifference, avoidance, and denial of the warning signs that what they believe themselves to be may not be realistic. Do you know people that always have an answer while everyone else is dishonest, imperfect, or needing growth? Do you know people that are impatient, distrustful, or don't accept the people that think the way that they do? These are people with an unhealthy sense of pride. Pride can also be very destructive because it convinces people that they have no more to learn. They have reached their goals in life. They have reached the top of the mountain. And there is no chance that anything bad is going to happen to them. They won't relapse. There will be no setbacks. Or they will never have any reoccurrence of any problems in their life. And generally, pride causes people to be unpleasant untrustworthy, and very difficult to be around. You know, one of the problems is people who suffer from pride and inflated egos often experience loss or tragedy to help them see the destruction of being proud. That is the source of the saying, those who the gods wish to punish They will first make proud. This is the way of the world because the world is designed to help us improve, to grow, and to become better people. And if you're proud and you refuse to accept the fact that there's any room for growth, there's any room for improvement, then the lessons are going to be very hard and very destructive. Not because the world wants it that way. That's the way you've set it up. So it's very, very important to heal this emotion because eventually it will catch up to you. And for people, even if you are proud and you think you've got the world by the tail and you are beyond reproach, you're probably causing havoc with the people that are around you and causing great stress, causing a lot of anxiety and frustration for the people you deal with on a day-to-day basis. Sit down and make a list of the things that you can improve on. And if you don't have the ability to make that list, then that's a red flag that you probably are heading for a very difficult time. Because there are certain things that are true. One is that most of society doesn't like being around somebody who feels that they are superior or better than the rest of the world. That is not to say that people who are confident and have a strong sense of self are uh, better than anybody. But it's very important that people who have an inflated sense of self, who think they're better than everybody else, bring that down a notch because people will start leaving them. They will suffer misfortune. And eventually, these underlying feelings of low self-esteem, which is causing this unhealthy pride to cover it up, are going to start bubbling out. Because the way that our world is designed is that anything that needs to be healed is going to come up for you to see it so you can work on it. There are a number of things that you can do to... Heal the overinflated ego to heal the unhealthy sense of pride that may be sub subtly and maybe not you may not even know it causing problems that can blow up in the future. And when we come back from break, I'm going to give you a number of tips, a number of suggestions, a number of uh, meditations, all of these things that I have found that can help people. Learn how to be healthy and have a strong sense of self and yet be open and friendly and kind to other people. So when we come back, we'll go over the things that you can do to make your life easier and not so problematic. So we're going to take a quick break. And thank you for listening, and we look forward to talking to you when we come back. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking about the emotion of pride. And We'll be right back.
1: Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership
0: gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right.
4: or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up?
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast
3: all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts Voiceamerica.com.
1: you are listening to get real radio with james robinson We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking today about the emotion of pride, and during the first segment, I went over some of the problems that an unhealthy sense of pride can cause in our life, and now I want to take some time to talk about what we can do to heal this unhealthy sense of pride, how to get into a healthy sense of pride and enjoy our life better, because one of the problems that people who have an unhealthy sense of pride tend to experience is isolation and separation because people just don't like being around them. they are know-it-alls, they are always telling people what to do because they think they know what everybody should be doing. And so there are techniques, there are ways to come back to a more centered place, one where people will enjoy being around you and you can be a productive and somebody who can uh, people look up to so one of the first things that people have an inflated or an unhealthy sense of pride needs to realize is that we are not god we are not the doer regardless of your philosophical beliefs or your religious beliefs the truth is is that anything and everything that happens in this world is the will of the divine, until it isn't. If you think you're in control of your life, you're not. If you think you're in control, life just happens to be going in the direction that you want it to go. But life oftentimes changes in a heartbeat. So what are you going to do when life isn't going the way that you want it. Consider the fact that when you try to control your world, you are attempting to play God. Not in a healthy sense, not in a spiritual truth sense, but your ego wants to change what their divine destiny has planned for you. Are you separate from God or are you one with God? Are you able to accept what life brings to you and be happy with what you've got? Or are you constantly complaining, are you constantly looking for some way to improve on what you've got? One thing to consider is that there is a higher force in the universe and that that force is controlling events That is a combination of karma and divine will. So relax. Let your life unfold. You don't have to plan everything and have to make everything happen. If something good happens to you, it's not because you did something right. And if something you don't like happens to you, It's not because you've done something wrong. Let things happen. There's a famous saying, let go and let God, because if we quit trying to force people to behave in a certain way, if we quit trying to force life to fit into a certain mold, and we start to just enjoy the uh, mystery and the excitement of not knowing what's going to happen and just... jumping out of bed every day, excited to see what's going to happen that day, your life is going to change dramatically. Say to yourself every morning, I can't wait to see what's going to happen today. Something wonderful is going to happen to me today. Or you can start your day by taping a note, sticky note to your mirror and say, I am wonderful, and everything is going to be all right. And with that thought in mind, that you can experience life in its richness and its fullness, rather than trying to make it happen. Because one thing people are constantly experiencing is that, They wish for something, and they wish for something, and they wish for something. They desire something. And then even if they get it, they discover it's not what they wanted anyway. So just want whatever you're going to get. So let's take a minute here, and let me give you something to contemplate throughout the day. Take a few deep breaths and calm yourself down. Just feel all the tension and the negativity and the struggle and the suffering drain out of your body until you're completely relaxed. See yourself as a great ball of light that nothing can hurt. There is no fear. There is no sadness. There is no disappointment. And tell yourself that everything is perfect, everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And just breathe deeply. Imagining yourself as a great ball of light and everything is perfect. And then just say this mantra slowly, sincerely, with humility thank you for my many blessings. Thank you for my many blessings. The who or what that you are thanking is up to you. It could be yourself. It could be a God. It could be whatever religion that you are, that you believe in. Something greater than yourself Has blessed you over and over and over again. And I know that because you're listening to this show and you are breathing. That makes you one of the lucky ones. Thank you for my many blessings. And then go on and say to yourself I am safe, I am worthy, I am confident. I have all that I need and more. I am grateful for this life. Take some deep breaths. Imagine what it would feel like if you truly knew that you were doing everything exactly right, the way that you were designed and your destiny wanted you to do and be. In other words, that you were perfect. How would that feel? And men feel that. If you have an unhealthy sense of pride, you're probably feeling uncomfortable right now. so let that go just for a minute let go that feeling of being uncomfortable just go with the flow and feel the pride that you're perfect that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing the way you're supposed to be doing it and that you are a servant Of the world. When you can feel comfortable in your own skin and you don't have to and you don't worry about what everybody else is doing, that's a healthy sense of pride. When you don't worry what other people think about you, that is a healthy sense of pride. When you don't worry at all and know that you are a child of God or the universe or whoever your concept of a greater being is, that's a healthy sense of pride. Just let go of all of your thoughts, your beliefs, just for a moment. and merge with your divine higher self. Whether that's a deity or the best part of yourself. And consider the fact you don't have to do anything anymore. You just have to be. You have a role to play in this world And that's just to be you. Take a few more deep breaths. Come back into your body. And just know that you are enough. You don't have to impress anyone. That's your ego telling you that you have to somehow be better than who you are and that's impossible you can grow you can improve you can learn but you don't have to be anything you are enough so how are you feeling right now are you relaxed Are you calm? Are you refreshed? Or are you upset and frustrated and angry because you don't want to feel relaxed and calm? If you would like, you can go onto my website at www.jamesgrayrobinson.com And we will be posting articles and meditations that will help you come to a centered place, to a grounded place, to a peaceful place where you can be you and be the best you that you can be. One of the great advantages and benefits of having a healthy sense of pride is that you don't have to control anybody else. You don't have to have a relationship that looks like anything in particular. I mean, there's what? Four billion people on the planet now, or seven billion people. You cannot be alone. I love that old song from the 60s that if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Get onto YouTube or wherever and listen to that song. It has a lot of profound wisdom. We are with the people that we're supposed to be with and we're not with the people that we're not supposed to be with. Relationships thrive or die based upon how much you surrender your control and allow that person to be who they are. If you allow somebody to be who they are, you can start seeing them for who they really are and enjoy that person. We project illusions on people that we want to be with. We want them to be a certain way because that's what we want. And we try to make them behave in that way or we criticize them or we don't accept them for who they are. And no relationship is going to grow and thrive in that kind of an environment and illusion. One of the best ways to deal with an unhealthy sense of pride is to get on a spiritual path. Start to believe in something greater than yourself. The biggest negative belief of those who suffer from pride is that they think they're in control. And if their life isn't going the way that they want it, then they must be doing something wrong. In order to overcome pride, we have to develop a sense of humility and awareness, which includes the ability to understand that the world does not revolve around us. And the part of one of the basic, most important parts of a spiritual path is to meditate. Even if it's only 10 minutes a day, simply sit down Get calm, still your mind, and meet yourself. A lot of people who have an overinflated sense of pride or ego don't take the time to actually know who they are because they're running away from who they are. They're trying to control their universe because they don't like who they are. And so they're trying to project, they're projecting what they don't like out on the world and trying to change that. So when you're meditating, just simply accept yourself for who you are. See the good parts of yourself. And the more you do this, the more you will get to know yourself. What a blessing that is. And if you struggle with this, See this for the gift that it is because now you can finally understand the issues that are causing your unhappiness or your low self-esteem or the fact that you're trying to control everybody else around you. One of the easiest ways to transmute these issues in our life is gratitude. Healthy pride is useful and it helps us to feel good about ourselves, but we have to be grateful for that. When things leave our life, like jobs and relationships, loved ones, our health, our youth, what is going to be there to help you carry on? In my experience, one of the strongest energies of the universe is gratitude. So if you're grateful for what you have, you have a healthy sense of pride. If you're not grateful for what you have, you have an unhealthy sense of pride. And you always want more. That's one of the sure signs that you're ungrateful is because Enough is never enough. Be grateful and compassionate for all of your friends, neighbors, loved ones, and the people of this world who are out there struggling to find happiness and enlightenment. The more you can feel grateful for the people that you used to be frustrated with and irritated at, you will change that unhealthy sense of pride to a healthy sense of pride. Be truthful with yourself. And if you need to change something, change it. Take responsibility. One of the things that we have to do is be honest with ourselves. And if we're not a very friendly person, to admit that and to work on that. If we're ungrateful, admit it and work on that. If we're insecure, admit it and work on that. One of the greatest ways to create a sense of gratitude, create a sense of compassion is to help others. I say this other over and over and over again because one of the principal reasons we are on this planet is to help each other. And unfortunately, we've kind of got lost along the way, and especially in our culture because it seems like everybody wants more and more and more rather than how can I help? How can I serve? How can I make somebody else's life better? And how much are you willing to give up in order to help somebody else? So take this meditation, take these words of wisdom, and if you need more help, please give me a call or contact me through my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com, because I am convinced that each and every one of us can change the world. All we have to do is change ourselves first. We have to learn our, to love ourselves. We have to learn how to, the difference between a healthy sense of pride and confidence and an unhealthy sense of pride and arrogance, the difference between gratitude and ingratitude, and the difference between how can I satisfy my desires versus how can I help somebody else. We can make this world the Garden of Eden, but we have to start with ourselves. So this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. Thank you for listening, and we will be with you next week.
1: And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for an anything-goes, hour-long foray into politics, pop culture, and societal tribulations? Then look no further than Between the Synapse with host Mark Tobin. Each show features nationally or internationally prominent guests discussing topics that go beyond the usual daily news, sometimes even way beyond. It's a weekly fast-paced hour that you won't want to miss. Call in to join the party. Between the Synapse airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety.
0: Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.